And hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's uh, episode of our podcast, Willie and Nathan's Extreme Podcast, as we are in the VIP Red Carpet Edition, as we're going to, um, you know, have a Season 10 Spring Finale um, uh, show for for us tonight, and we have a lot to get into. Uh, My name is Nathan, and with me tonight is, of course... My co-host, Willie himself. Willie, how are you doing tonight? Dude, I'm excited. We're here. It feels like Hollywood tonight. We got so much to talk about for our listeners. Everything from a daytime favorite that, believe it or not, is really... She's getting sued. Yes, indeed. Uh, What else? Oh, another GHer lost a case. That as well. And now oh my God, dude! What is it? Is it sweeps month? I have no idea. It's it's the summer, but it's about to get hot. All right, Nathan, we're gonna kick it off real quick, and I want to thank everybody for listening in tonight. Um, you know how I feel, man. I am not once bit sorry that Haley Pulos is being sued. For being drunk drive situation. How how are you feeling, man? I know you got to feel some type of emotion with this. This is. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, I expected this to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, after the, after the whole incident came out, Hayden Pulos is being sued by the victim, and this is what happens when you act irresponsible and you drive drunk. This could have all been preventable for Hayley Pulos. You could have at least. You know, call the taxi, a cab, friend or family, someone to pick her up or whatever when this all happened. But, yeah. you know, it's happening and, you know, Haley just has to deal with it head on. Um, You know, this is just me and I'm okay if people are at us for it. But, you know what? Let this be a lesson to every single Hollywood actor. We've had enough. This is, this is it, man. If you're going to drink behind the car and you're going to be responsib- irresponsible like Nathan just said... Then you better prepare yourself. Get behind bars. Yes, absolutely. Uh, There's no excuse, was, as yeah. you know, because again, this is a trigger. Um, I lost my best friend to a drunk driver, so I have no problem if she winds up in jail or prison. Because, dude, this isn't her first time. She's done this obviously quite a few times. You know what's she trying to do? Like a Britney Spears situation? I, I have no idea. I don't know what's going on with her right now, but there's no, no excuse at all. For I've her. lost all respect for the actress um, as a whole because, uh, you know, you've got all these people that want to support her, and I get that. But you know how they say, you know, stay in your lane. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, you what would have happened if that victim had died? Then that would be a whole lot of guilt. My God. And then they want to support her. Oh, she's innocent. She's just quit the BS. That's not even true. If you're as popular and you're young as this actress is, who I once admired, then you tell me what kind of stupidity is it to go behind the wheel and drink like that? And then later hit the car... And claim, oh, I'm so sorry. How can you be sorry when you've done this at least three, four times? It's not an accident. It's malicious. 
Yes, indeed. And I did not even know she did, she did it a couple more times because if that's the case, then she needs to just completely not even come back to acting and get herself together first before she wants to come back herself. There is no excuse for it whatsoever. And I, for me, I don't drive them much these days. You know, I, I, you know, I, I don't even go out, you know, uh, outside the house that much these days unless it's for and so on and so forth. But, you know, um, I don't, at least you and I both know better to get behind the wheel. Amen. Yes, uh, because you know, I don't drive. You remember I told you I don't drive because of what happened to my drunk friend that did die. I mean, it was traumatic for me. I'm not able to drive. Yes, absolutely. So you, you know, want to talk about being a victim, Haley? Be quiet and go sit down. If anyone's a victim, it's the person that you hit, not you. Don't get it twisted. Yes, indeed. I I, I, I want the best for Haley Pillows, but you have to take responsibility for your actions. Yeah, I've never been so disgusted by Hollywood that they want to support a woman that was behind the wheel that hit a car that could have died. What kind of yeah, nonsense is that, Nathan? That's just, that speaks volumes to me of different people and their characters. And you know what? If, I don't care if I'll say it. Whoever that circle of friends that want to support her are, I don't, I don't care if I have to block each one of them. From Hollywood, because seriously, how can you support someone that hit a car that could have killed somebody? You would have killed someone's family member, a best friend, a lover, a husband, anything, and you want to support someone driving behind the car. Give me a break. Yeah, I mean, whoever is in a circle or group of friends who are supporting or whatever, they're toxic and they're not helping her. Yeah. Well, you know me and Nathan like to give you the scoop whether you like it or not. It don't look to me like we can expect little Miss Haley to become back as Molly. Which I'm okay is fine with that. Um, I could told Nathan, I told you all on social media, I am loving the new Molly. And you know what? The queen has arrived. Yeah, I don't mind the brand new Molly. The, the new Molly played by the, the current actress. Mm -hmm. Even though I wish that, you know, the... G.H. could at least, you know, write the character and T.J. out, but I don't mind. Yeah, I love her. She's doing great. She's really raised the level of of accuracy to this story. I don't know, nothing against the actress, but I just didn't feel it with that other Molly being like, T.J., oh, this, this, be quiet, Molly. You did it to yourself. You didn't go to the doctor. You didn't check to get better. And then you made your boyfriend or husband. Are they married? Yes. Oh, my God. See, I don't even get that, dude. I don't even get they're married because we don't see them enough. It's hard to see that they're a couple. But anyway, um, and they were cute. Don't get me wrong. I love their chemistry. I always will remember the chemistry. But the writing, dude, it could have been better. Um, but Molly wanting to throw the fact that she's, like, making TJ feel bad because, well, you know, I hate to say it, but it's right there in the script. That apparently, like she told him, every time they made love, it hurt her. Come on, Molly, you could have at least told that to your husband. Don't give me that nonsense. It's just a woman situation. And I'll oh, give me that nonsense. I'm not buying none of that crap. Yeah, same here. The writing for that needs right. to be much better. Oh my God, what what did they do? Did they go visit JG at the house and, and decide to share scripts? That's uh, like no. Degrassi Junior High nonsense. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I got pregnant, but I forgot to take the pill. <laughs> you get it? 
Seriously, everybody, go watch Degrassi Junior High and tell me that you don't agree. How much is this daytime? And you can't blame the writers on that. You, you, I mean, you gotta blame the writers, yes. But I'm saying is, I don't know who to blame anymore. I don't know if it's the writing. Is it Frank? Is it this? Is it that? Because go watch Degrassi Junior High and tell me that the writing compared to GH is not similar. It's just a little odd to me, don't you think? And that also why our is also doing a little bit of high school uh, drama with um. Oh my God, I can't even. Uh, I swear I pause when I think of it. But Sally Spectra, I think I've had enough of her. Yeah, I mean, first of all, about GH, it's just the direction, and yeah. I don't even know what's going on over there these days at all when I look at that show. It's not even, it's not even Joe Hospital to me anymore, but as far as Why Not Girls and Sally Spectra, yeah. I am ready for that character to lead the show, because her time on there now, from what I used to in the beginning, I feel that her character has been, uh, you know, you know, you know, how do you say it? Um, how do you say the word? Uh, shoot. Uh, well, you shoot. you feel like she's overused, right? They didn't know what to do with her. They tried to yeah, turn yeah. her into Phyllis 2.0. I mean, look at all she does with Nick. All they do is have sex. Okay, I get that. I get you guys want to share. I know, and right, it's another high school moment. It feels like an after-school special. And then, tell, dude, this is, again, I really didn't want to switch over to wire, but I am going to right here. Sally, how long does it take you to make a decision? You're an adult. You're not a teenager. Get real. Yes, yeah. The, the my baby's in pain, and I, I, I'm waiting for someone to help me. Give me a break. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even feel bad for her that Cameron was around her, because, seriously, how is it hard for her not to call 911 and get a pickup? She did not have to call Adam. She did not even have to call Nick. Call 911 if you really care about your baby. You should have been picked up by that park a long time ago. Give me 30 minutes to wait to make a decision. What a ridiculous mom she's going to be. Yes, indeed. I mean, it's just sad with the, with the writing of YNR. There were so many high hopes for Sally when she came on YNR from B&B. But unfortunately, the ball has been dropped once again. Well, you, I'm going to laugh, Nathan, but doesn't it feel like these writers are watching too much after-school specials? I don't know what they're watching these days. Or what they're smoking in the office, but it's like, are we watching adults or are we watching teenagers? They're they're absolutely lazy. That's what it is. They they don't seem to care these days. And it's sad because back then when we still had like, you know, like four or five or six or seven soaps, that's when, you know, the writing was was still there, regardless. And even though, you know, there were some low points, it was still entertaining. Right, the and they want to cancel our soaps for what we're dealing with now. Oh, my God. G.H., yeah, I yeah. love you, and I hate you right now because of back and forth. But we're going to get into more of why we love G.H., and Nathan will back me up on this. But before we get more into that, okay, another top story. This is just everything to me. Ingo Rademacher, we know him as, yes, Jack's, Jack, what's it called? You can't even say his name. Jasper Jacks. Jasper Jacks. Dude, I can't even remember the name. Um, <laughs> it's official, guys. This is what happens when you want to get all high and mighty. The mighty has fallen. Uh, Nathan and I found out that um, Ingo Rademacher has lost his case against General Hospital in ABC. 
Yes, indeed. Former John Hospital star Ingrid Ramacher has lost his legal battle against ABC over its requirement for employees to be vaccinated against COVID. And I got to tell you, really, when I found out about this... I was clapping, dude. I was, I was throwing a parade in my head because you know what? That's, yes. that's karma. That's what he gets for calling all of us fans... Uh, you know, he caught his bigots and all this other stuff on his Instagram. You guys don't believe me, go look at his Instagram. Put out, so you'll see all the trash talk that he talked about. Um, and it really is sad because I love Jasper Jax. Um, Ingo was amazing. I enjoyed him as an actor. But if you're going to let Finger get to your head and you just want to do trash talk against almost certain things, then you get better, get ready to back it up. Yes, indeed. I mean, this was a lost cause, a lost battle. The moment yeah. this lawsuit was announced uh, by Ingo Ramacher himself, once the the vaccine uh, mandate checked in for General Hospital. Yes. Of course, as you, as you also know, uh, Steve Burton left General Hospital, and he did not make a fuss. He didn't even sue uh, his former employee. He just kept his mouth shut and moved forward, and now he's over at Israel Live. So, yes, uh, I was sure. shocked, dude. I was shocked. I'm very yes. impressed by one actor's decision over the other. If you know what, General Hospital, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you really should have just saved Steve Burden and just let Ingo go instead. You know what I mean? Because you look at the professionalism behind it. To me, Steve took it more seriously and didn't trash you guys where Ingo just took a took a, um, you know, when you go to like an anger, go into a room and you can wear like a mask and, you know, you just stress out your anger by breaking stuff. Yes. That's what he did to me. That's what I feel that he's done to General Hospital is that it feels like he burned those bridges, which is kind of messed up. You think about it because, again, me and Nathan got the spoiler alerts for you. Uh, we did find out that we are getting Brenda Barrett. She is returning like we teased you. And there is a recast coming. And Ingo, you you're missing out, dude. You're gonna miss out. You're not getting Brenda. Yeah, I mean it's just. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. If General Hospital, if you recast Jax, have at it, dude. I don't care. I'm over. I'm over him. I'm over the actor. I'm over the stupidity. I'm ready for some major changes. Writers strike. We support you. You're doing great, and you've accomplished everything that me and Nathan would be out there supporting you guys. We're there vir vir virtually with our own signs because there's just so much that's going on in our own world that I like to see that everybody's standing up for each other. Celebrities, dude, everything from Rob Lowe to other actors. Um, did you know that other actors, Nathan, have chosen to not be part of their show while the writer's strike is going on. They actually walked out. Kind of, this is another high school moment. It's kind of like Beverly Hills 90210 when everybody got out of the school and it's like, Donna, let Donna Martin graduate. It was kind of a situation like that. That's what's going on with the writer's strike. Let Donna Martin graduate, get the writers and let them get, let them, you know, pay them. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know that, but I am not surprised at, at all. I mean, and since we're talking about, you know, that as well as you as you know, and I showed you this, uh, yesterday last night yeah, we were from yeah. the bag, but uh, you know, it was announced that SAG-AFTRA will be uh, as voting for a second time to strike. So 
that means that there's going to be contract negotiations going on for the uh, for over this month. And if there's no new deal this month, then there will officially be a strike for so that uh, SAG will be striking with the writers. And, you know, I, I just don't know what the Directors Guild of America were thinking when it came to announcing a new deal that was announced um, before the weekend. Yes. Where, you know, um, basically, you know, they agreed on a new deal. And, uh, you know, um, I just think that it was a mistake for them to, you know, do this because now they're, they're not going to come back to uh, writers and they're not going to come back to any actors for future projects for the time being. Nathan and I are also happy to announce that there will be a Spider-Man 4 for Tom Holland. Unfortunately, due to writer's strike, production won't have to, won't resume until after this is all resolved. So it's a good news and a bad news situation. Uh, you know how much I adore Tom Holland. So anything that he makes on choices is always on there. Um... Off topic, Nathan, are you ready to watch Tom Holland on his new show coming up this month? Crowded Room? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing when it comes out. Dude, remember you caught it. The streaming apps are doing better than cable right now. And that's speaking volumes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure at all about the cable. Cause I do think that we are transitioning slowly to a streaming and online yeah. rather than TV and cable because I do think that people want stuff and not don't have to always like you know just sit through and watch it and not be able to fast forward it because you can do that I think on streaming so you can certain things yeah happening. yes yes also another thing you guys if you love Jessica Biel like I do uh, I don't know Nathan if you remember her she was on um Seventh Heaven yes I remember her and she's also you know my favorite a actor and hunk. Justin Timberlake, that is his wife. So, shout out to Jessica Biel. You did it again. Her second season for Cruel Summer is now debuting tonight on Freeform. And it will also already streaming right now. It's streaming on uh, Hulu. So, Nathan, if you don't have Hulu, don't worry. i get you hooked up. But the cool part about it is the fact that if you got Hulu, you get to watch it earlier before the, 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 the cable fans do. We got it. Hulu literally added Cruel Summer Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2, at 2 in the morning. Yeah, that, that's great news for... Um, yeah. That's great news for Jessica Bieber. Right? And the cast and crew on the second season that will be airing tonight. Yeah, and can you imagine the viewership levels that everybody's staying up around just to watch this show? This is an anthology series. It's really good. If you've never seen the first season, do not worry. You can still watch it. Oh, you know, I'm not saying don't watch it. But if you're in confused, worried about being confused, season two has nothing to do with season one. That's what I love about anthology. They're different characters, different stories, and it's a thriller. You ready, Nathan? You ready to get thrilled by this second season for Cross Summer? Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what's uh, what's in store for the show. Yeah. Uh, um, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Oh my God! I was thinking today how crazy we're gonna have next season be. I remember I teased you about this, Nathan. 
I really don't see myself watching much of fall season of TV like I used to. Because we've lost half of our shows already. We're not getting no more Flash. We're not getting no more Riverdale. That's gone. Other shows are gone. And I'm like, what's left on TV? What's your thought? Yeah, I feel the same way about you. I mean, I do think that, you know, there's way too much TV shows that we have right now uh, mm -hmm. these days. Like you said, those shows like The Flash are ending, and, you know, I'm pretty much fine with not having too much TV on, especially during this time since we have mm -hmm. a writer's strike and also we have a uh, an actor strike, a, a, a possible potential actor strike coming up in two, so... And, uh, you know, I do, I think we all need a break from some of, some of the, uh, prime time and, and, you know, daytime shows, uh, to the point where we just need to, you know, settle down and, you know, just be with our family, our family, friends, loved ones, and just have, you yes. know, quiet where we can just relax and chill out and not have to worry about, you know, watching this or this or that or forgetting the DVR or this and that or whatever. So I don't mind it one bit. And it's really... Um, it's bizarre and crazy, but I would actually be okay with just watching reruns of classic soaps instead of the new episodes, because you can tell, Nathan, that most stories don't seem to make sense half the time anyway. That's absolutely correct. I mean, I, I, I do, you know, I do understand why some people feel that, you know, uh, they would miss their soap opera or miss their favorite TV show, but when you watch... You know, um, when you watch classic episodes or repeats and see the differences, the stark differences between mm -hmm. now and back then, you understand that back then was more better, even if the quality and the, um, you know, the quality, you know, went down a little bit, you know, it's still better than it is today. So, um, yeah. if, you know, if or shall I say when we do get the classic episodes and the repeats and so on and so forth, um, I, I won't mind it one bit, and I do hope that during this time, these shows behind the scenes between EPs, their producers, writers, and so on and so forth, I, I hope that they really take it seriously about um, what's going on. Also, uh, you know, hopefully they watch these episodes, understand what made you know mm -hmm. what made people want to watch these shows in the first place. Yes, exactly. Do you have anything to add from your section for the top stories before we go on to our first music break? Yes, actually, I do. And, Great, let's uh, go. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you heard about this uh, yesterday because it was announced that from General Hospital, we have someone, a familiar face, coming to the soap opera uh, on ABC. And you guys know who this person is. You don't know who this person is. Um, you know, this person was part of a, you know, famous soap opera back then that was also on ABC2 before it was canceled. And, um, you know, if you do not know who this is, then, you know, maybe this will, um, uh, you know, maybe this will, uh, give you a little hint. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Yes, folks, that's right. Walt Willie is heading to Joe Hospital next month, causing his role as Jackson Montgomery. Come on, truth for a few episodes, so this is going to be a stint for Walt Willie to play Jackson Montgomery for Joe Hospital this time around, and I am so excited to see him back on a soap opera on Joe Hospital that's, on, that's from ABC. Uh, you know, it's a shame that, you know, he's not going to be back on my shows is canceled, but this will see him for a short stint, I think, sometime in July. And we're just going to tease you guys, okay? We're just teasing here, but keep paying attention to our beloved General Hospital because there's more characters. Remember, Nathan, we, we've, we've teased this in the past. So people always wanted receipts. This is it again. Get ready, guys, because there's more favorites passing through poor Charles throughout the year. This is going to lead up to you know where. I don't have to even tell you where we're going. Think, hard, think long and hard. The music gave you a hint. What's coming up is epic. So if you're a All My Children fan and you piece it together, one plus one is equals what? then you know where we're going with this. So I am very excited. I've always been a Jackson Montgomery fan. Um, I've always enjoyed Walt Wiley, uh, right? Wiley? Yes, yes. Um, and if you guys did not remember, this is just a quick refresh. This is exciting for all of us General Hospital fans because back in the day when Anna Scorpio was over at Pine Valley... She had lost her memory of some sorts, and she wound up being there. And then she finally got her memory back. But while she was dealing with all of that, somehow in the mix, she found herself in a romance with, of all people, Jackson Montgomery. Now, this is a big thing for General Hospital, because that means we're going to get a Jackson and Anna reunion coming up very soon. I'm not saying romantically, but there's a mystery brewing. So get ready, guys. Here we go. Yes, indeed. Get ready, guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as well, and also I'm looking forward to a scene between two of them. You know, when that happens, we yes. because you know uh, Jackson and I do have history with one another uh, when they were all my children. Yes. And uh, I'm excited for the news as well. I hope this will I hope this will be something big that we've talked about before. And um, the best is yet to come, guys. So yes, soon. and me and Nathan are proud to tease. There's more. Uh, we're not seeing when, because that'll be a surprise for y'all. But here's here's the bonus. We're also going to be getting Bianca and Kendall passing through poor Charles in the very near future. And also, as me and Nathan have teased in the past, we do hear the rumblings that maybe Miss Erica Kane could also make her cameo. But we'll have to wait and see because of the writer's strike. There's so many changes that are going on. If we don't get to see her this year, don't get not mad. Don't get mad. It's always probably next year. But what we're doing here is we're making history, guys. Because while we've lost all my children and one life to live, I always appreciate General Hospital bringing legacy characters onto the show. So there's lots more of that. But we will give you more updates on that very soon. And Nathan, is there any more thoughts you want to give on Jackson being at um, Poor Charles? Anything else you want to add as a... a Past recourse? Yeah, um, you know, all I just want to say is that I'm glad that at least General Hospital is, you know, recognizing and understanding, you know, the characters that characters are, are connected to um, other soap operas since, you know, wanted to live and all my children, you know, were 
you know, part of ABC2 back then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it's a shame that, you know, both shows were canceled. But, you know, there's always that old saying, never say never. So um, I'm glad that, you know, Joe Hospital is doing this and looking forward to see Walt Wiley, you know, Bianca Greenlee and many others come to Port Charles from here on out. Yes, exactly. And um, I'm agreeing with everybody, the majority. I'm okay if we lost Drew sometime within the next couple of months. Because I'm not, again, I'm sorry Cameron Madison, but I just don't feel you in the role as uh, Drew Kane. If you guys cannot bring Billy Miller back, then just either let the character presume dead again or whatever you gotta do. You don't have to kill off every character just because it doesn't work, but, you know, that's a trope that you guys need to quit doing because it's really getting tacky. But, um, I got General Hospital, you really could have done better. Uh, I love Cameron. He would have been great as a new character. There's chemistry with him and Laura, but not as him as, not him as, and, and, not him and Carly as Drew and Carly. It just doesn't fit for me. What is your thoughts, Nathan? Yeah, I have to agree with you. I mean, this character, this, uh, Kim Harrison as Drew Kane mm-hmm. has so much potential when he came to General Hospital when it was first announced. And I was kind of shocked that they were actually going to bring back Drew Kane. I mean, of course, you all know Billy Miller. Well, Billy Miller played Drew Kane, even though he was Jason when, you know, uh, when he came to General Hospital. And then yeah, he set the map. He set the map. Yes, he set the map with all, all and then uh, Steve Byrne came back and... Boomer became Drew, uh, played Drew King on General Hospital, and yeah. you know uh, after that happened, then you know um, it, the character was not the same again. Even when Ken Madison came to General Hospital and played Drew, I mean there was so much attention. I mean, you all remember the scenes he had when yes. he was being held, uh, held, you know, in that prison, and remembering Sam and Scout and so on and so forth, and when mm-hmm. he was freed and he went to, to Port Charles. The slowness came through, and he was paired with Carly, and the character has not been the same ever since then. And it's just, it's just sad. It's just unfortunate. And I wish Joe Hospital never brought the character back in the first place. So if they decide to kill him off again, okay. But I would rather just write him out and send him packing somewhere else because yes. the character became his ran's course. I'm sorry, guys, but you ruined Drew. You've turned him into a um, a circus. Uh, con man. Whatever it's gun, whatever you guys planned for that, it just it to me it's just epic fail. All right. Um. Also, um, me and Nathan are excited to tease you guys about this. Uh, these are some GH spoiler appetizers for you guys. Um, as you know, the mystery of Pikeman is still floating about. I want to know, Nathan, who do you think it is? Because. You, your jaw's gonna drop when you tell you when I tell you who I think it is. Um, let's see. I can only think of two people that could be the Pike Man. So the first person I had in mind was a new character that debuted today in General Hospital, Zeke, and that is the brother of Portia. And so yes, be yes. On General Hospital, right? Um, it's a coincidence. Now. What a coincidence! He shows up supposedly to go visit his sister, dude. You know he's got. Well, of course, me and Ethan are happy to cheese the extra spoilers here, but you know this is just a coincidence. What? Why on earth would he go visit Portia at the last, you know, the last minute? He's there for a reason. He's going to have secrets. And yes, he will have a, some type of romance with 
Jordan, I'm not saying they're going to be a couple. They could just be playmates. That's fine, too. But for you Curtis fans, you're going to enjoy this. He's going to be jealous, as you know what, when he sees the chemistry going on with these two. Yes, he will. I mean, and I do think this is so funny that when Zeke shows up, you know, he's, you know, he's Porsche. And I got to give Joe Hospital credit and kudos. I mean, that, that love scene between, you know, Jordan and Zeke was amazing. And I'm glad that GH is doing this for the character of Jordan yes. because she needs it. But um, as far as my second one, uh, second possible person to be Pikeman, I was thinking maybe Faith Roscoe. Okay, could be Faith. And you know, I'm going deeper here. I know people won't believe it, but I actually feel it could be Olivia Jerome, Ava's own sister, dude. Or worse, what if it's Julian? It could be. It could be Julian, or it could be Olivia. I mean, or... Can you imagine? That would be great, because that gives Ava another story. And that, to me, is, you know, our beloved Emmy winner, Moore West. I think she would kill it if she found out her brother was alive. It's being Pikeman, and it's going after Sunny in a mysterious kind of way. Either if it's not him, um, Nathan, what if it's Sonny's brother? Eric Lansing, that, that would be shocking. You know, this would have to be really big. And again, General Hospital, I usually would give you credit for this, but I don't know what to think. You've got me curious here. Who is Pikeman? I mean, first I thought it could have been Dex undercover. Yeah, it could have been Dex as well, but it seems as if he wants to, you know, get away from yes. the mob and stuff. But if it's not Dex, if it's not Zeke, if it's not even Faith Roscoe, Jordan, or Olivia, what it could be, what if it could be one of Sonny's exes in Lily Melgar? Because she's been rumored to be alive for a long time. Yes. And I would not be shocked if Lily was alive and was, and was uh, the identity of Pikeman. Another thing, guys, get ready because Maxie's new storyline is kicking off soon. As you all know, Brooklyn is the spy for deception. And that will make Maxie get suspicious of her friend. And this is going to be a good story. Again, this is going to be great stuff for the stories coming up. This is great material to submit for their Emmys coming up, for, I guess, for next year. Right, Nathan? This would be for next year. Yeah, for next year. These stories are compiling in a good way. And remember, Nathan, we talked about this. Get ready because the storylines are going to compel against each other. They're going to be intertwined. You're going to be confused because some stories will have to intermingle. They have no choice. Pikeman is one boss, but then you got another boss too. You've also got Mason and Austin's boss. Yeah, yeah, that is Mason. So yes. is it one and the other or is it another boss? Like, who is it? That's why I get also intrigued because I also felt that Mason and Austin's boss could also be Olivia Jerome. Yes, could be Olivia Jerome as well. Right. Why would they seek out Ava and know all about her? Don't you think that's a little suspicious? Or what if it's her... What if it's... Well, I always like to think of Star as, um, as Kiki... So I got there. I was thinking far fetched, far fetched here, but I was thinking, what if it's Kiki, and she's alive, and she's going after her mom, for all the things that she neglected her for all through the years? Because remember, we all remember, guys. Ava did sleep with Hunkalicious Morgan Corinthos. 
Yes, that is very true, and I, it could be Kiki. I mean, I remember. Yeah, I mean, I would love it. This would be my my icing on top. What if their boss actually turned out to be, you know, Morgan? Uh, yeah, more, Let's shake like, it up. Yeah. Because, again, guys, you really water down Michael to where he's nothing. You're, I mean, I get that he's a mama's boy. We get that, guys. We've, we've seen it. But is this all you're going to do with Michael? Then you're just, you know, again, I, I'm, you know, um, Nathan's going to give us the ratings for the soaps when we come back. Uh, we're going to take a quick music break. Nathan, why don't you pick one of your favorite jazz sing jazz songs? Alright, that was cool. I love that. Alright, guys, get ready. We've got you more spoiler appetizers. Hello? For, yeah, you here? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yes. Okay, great. Okay, so for more spoiler appetizers, here we go. For the Trina fans and uh, Sprina Nation, Spencer is going to betray Trina by blackmailing Esme so that he can get Ace. And, um, Nathan, what are you feeling about this? Do you feel that Spencer should be 
with the baby or do you think that's just a little too much or what do you think about this because I'm kind of conflicted on this I'm cool with him being you know big brother being protective which I think is interesting but then again I don't want Spencer to lose his edge being a uh, you know like a single almost like a single parent sort of sort of situation here Same as you do, but yeah. Me, I'm gonna say I'm not for. I mean, I don't mind Spencer being there for Ace because that is his brother, you know. Right. But to have him 24/7, I don't like. Again, I don't mind the kids, guys. It's just I'm thinking about the character here. We're used to his edge. I don't want Spencer to lose his edge because when you do that, you put him in a you put the character into a corner, and then Nathan, we know what happens. The Raiders get lazy. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I, I feel that, you know, Spencer should be mostly with Trina, but at the same time, you know, I get why he's he's trying to be there for mm -hmm. uh, Ace, so he, so he can keep an eye on, you know, on Esme, so I get what Spencer's doing, but I'd rather he would just back off and let Esme, uh, you know, raise Ace, because at the same time, we all know that at some point, Esme may get her memory back, and uh, it's only a matter of time before, before that happens that she might get sent back to prison, but I yeah. do feel that with Spencer's with Spencer doing this and blackmailing mm -hmm. Esme, it does make sense, but, you know, I do, th I do think when Trina finds out, she will be upset, but I think she'll understand in the end, so I don't mind it, I just wish they just move Spencer on something else with Trina. Yeah, I get that too. Mind. Yeah, I mean, I love the baby, but let's not Let's not ruin Spencer. Not let's not do that. We've done that too many times with other characters. Um. Oh, the other part, Nathan, is um. Ava will finally get to find out who is um Austin and Mason's boss. That's gonna shake her to her core. That's gonna be interesting. And then um, okay. Do you remember that that conversation recently, Nathan? That. Jocelyn had with Dex about how she was worried about telling him she loves him because she doesn't want to lose someone else like she did Oscar? Yes, I did. Uh, okay, that's a red herring because that's going to lead to our next spoiler appetizer. Um, there's a medical crisis coming for Dex that will shake up Jocelyn. Is it possible she may lose the love of her life yet again? That is the next question that is going to be on everyone's minds. Now, I'm a little amused by this, Nathan, because I'm getting a kick out of it. Why are they using Dex always as accident-prone, dude? I have no idea. Beats me. He's like a younger version of Jason, but they're doing it kind of like high school this year. Yeah, a little bit too much bulletproof. How many times is this son going to get hurt? Didn't yeah, they I, say I, he I, was in the... Didn't they say he was in the army? Yeah, Arm Ranger, yes. How are you going to have an Arm Ranger getting shot almost every other week? It makes Dex look weak if he, if he continues to get hurt because he should know, you know, if something's coming for him, he should, you know, be able to defend himself. It's where that that hot body and you're telling me that he can't protect himself? <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy yeah, it. Man, <laughs> that's, like Drew, that's like having Billy Miller on the show as Drew Kane. And all of a sudden, he's getting shot every other week. Dude, make it make sense. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all make it make sense. And, you know, it just, 
it, it just kind of shows that you want to at least overdo it with Dax and yes. show that he is very vulnerable, which that, which it really shouldn't. He should not be that vulnerable. He should be no. trained and ready for the moment when it happens. Yeah, and um, I'm 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 okay with this, guys. I'm actually admitting this. If Dex and Jocelyn do wind up getting married, I'd be okay with that. Because I really enjoy the chemistry. I'm getting tired of Jocelyn, to be honest. But I'm okay with Dex and Jocelyn's chemistry. It's off the charts. But don't don't get it twisted. There's going to be more. Now that we got Christina back, that does mean that she will be going after Jocelyn. Now, remember, Nathan, we talked about this. I'm okay if, Joc if Christina decides to seduce Dex into her bed just to get back at Jocelyn. Because Jocelyn, you deserve it. Yes, she does. I mean, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love Jocelyn next to I still do. I just yeah. wish that we would do much more with the two of them as well. And with Christina, you know, making a play for Dex and seducing him, I have no issue with that whatsoever because Jocelyn Dex needs some real angst and some drama. And putting yeah. Christina in the mix is perfect for these two. And I will not feel sorry with Jocelyn one bit because she is getting on my nerves almost every time I see her on screen talking and running about sunny, 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 sunny. I'm sick of it. Get ready, guys, because pay close attention to our beloved um, Tracy Cordemain. There is a reason why she's doing what she's doing. She's doing a Monopoly game here, Nathan. She's... Shaking things up at Port Charles the way only Tracy can. There's a reason for her wanting Brooklyn to be a spy for deception. If you think about it, it'll make sense to you. Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad that GH has Jane uh, Elliott back as Tracy Quarterman because, you know, it's just so great to see her mixing it out with <laughs> other characters and actors. Oh my actors god, Nathan, the way she told, the way Tracy's like breaking up just, uh, Brooklyn and Chase in the public at the pool was funny. She's like, well, I want this type of drink. And he's like, well, that's like on the other side. And she's like, don't you think you get going then? <laughs> You know our beloved Tracy, dude. If he got, you know what, Chase, you're lucky she didn't turn you into a boy toy. Tracy reminds me so much of Jill from YNR. These women were cougars back in the day, dude. Yes, they were. So, like I said, Brooklyn, you're lucky that your grandmother doesn't jump his bones. Yes, Brooklyn should be very lucky. But you know what, Nathan? I would get a kick out of that. I get a kick if I know it's kicky, but I would be okay with with um Tracy blackmailing Chase to be like her love her her boy toy while she's got Brooklyn as a spy. Oh my god, dude, that'd be like eighties vibes. Yeah, yeah, that that would be like the eighties and nineties all over again. Oh my god. Okay, um, me and Nathan want to offer our sweetest uh. Devotion and um, tribute to Christina Wagner and um, and her, you know, the one played Frisco. I'm sorry. I'm, yes, yes. Uh, their, um, you know, the anniversary of their their son. It does not go unnoticed uh, with us, especially for me. You know, I've lost loved ones too, so I know the feeling of it. But I really was touched by the tribute that was um, shown on the media. So, 
again, we we send you our our deepest sympathies, our our tribute, and um, virtual flowers your way. And um, you know, I, you know, we just want to say that we're thinking about you guys, and we hope that you are at least remembering uh, your son for what he's done. Yes. And this is saving the memories for uh, what he's done in his life. I am so. You know, I saw pictures uh, recently of the two together. You know, uh, Christina and um, you know the. I guess it's her ex-husband. And yes, you know what? They just are so cute, right? Don't you see it, Nathan? I could see why they were married yes. so long. They are just an adorable couple. I mean, you know, even though they're not together, they make a cute couple. I miss Frisco Jones. Yeah, I, I miss I, I miss Frisco Jones too. I feel that with the way John Hospital treated Jack Reiner and the character of Frisco Jones was just despicable the last time. Yeah, what happened out. with that? Wasn't he in charge of WSB and now all of a sudden we got some idiot in charge? Yeah, no, that was after he uh, left Port Charles and became director of, you know, WS the WSB. Right, he was a director, but now we got another one that's off screen that we don't even know about. And apparently he's in charge and it's like, that made no sense. They don't even explain what happened to Frisco. Was he reassigned? Did he quit? Like, is he presumed dead? You know, if they think about it, Nathan, that would be a good story for, for Maxie right there. Go find your dad. Yeah, that would be a good story for Maxie, too. I mean, yeah. they, and the only thing I remember is that uh, with Kim Frisco, he refused to destroy the island that Trina Spencer yeah. was on during the Ice Princess Troop on a storyline, so Frisco was... You know, fired as the director of WSB and was replaced, but we haven't heard what happened to Frisco after that. So if they can at least explain it, then I would follow it as well. Would I want him back into a hospital? No, it just all depends on the writing for him. You know what? If you really want to shake things up, General Hospital, why don't you just make Frisco go postal like you have other characters and instead of him being nice-nice, switch it. Let him get mad at WSB for what they did to him. They screwed him over. Dude, anyone would go postal. Let him be one of the bosses. You know, when I wrote General Hospital, Nathan, I would have Frisco Jones return with Brenda Barrett as his wife. That's one way to get a Sonny. Yeah, that would be, be a good twist. Right? That would yes, be good. That would be good. Oh, my God. And if Brenda wasn't... If Brenda is not Dex's mom, you know... And if it wasn't Sonny as his dad, I would totally go with Dex being Brenda and Frisco's son. I'd go with that. Oh, I, I could go with that because that gives Maxie a brother. And the mystery would shock all of Port Charles. Dude, we need the drama. Yeah, we need drama as well. I mean, it yeah. just depends on, you know, what the writers have in store. Yeah. And from what we see, you know, the writers have to at least put a lot of dedication and heart into making the stories, you know, really entertaining and worthwhile. Because yeah. at the same time, Curl and Joe Hospital, even though we're heading to some brand new stories, the previous stories we've had lately has not, have not been, haven't lived up to potential. Yes. All right, Nathan, you got the board. What? exclusive daytime spoilers do you have for us for tonight's red carpet 
All right, let's get into the spoilers for uh, the, uh, General Hospital coming up, and I'm getting my spoilers from uh, Daytime Dish. Nice. Uh, Shout out to Daytime Dish. Yes, indeed. So let's get into the spoilers for uh, let's go to spoilers for the rest of this week and then hang to next week. So t- uh, tomorrow, the seventh uh, of June, twenty twenty three, Elizabeth gets good news. Sonny and Valentine meet. Drew consults with his attorney. Martin reassures Nina. Carly makes a big decision. Then the 8th of June 2023, Thursday. Carly makes a request. Jocelyn implores Dex. Dante is concerned. Anna receives support. Tracy lobbies an accusation. And also this Friday, um, June 9th, 2023, Sonny and Nina are interrupted. Finn questions Tracy's story. Austin cautions Ava. Teacher assesses a patient. Chase is caught off guard. Then going to next week, which is June 12th to June 16th of 2023, this month. Okay, Monday's episode, June 12th. Jordan supports a friend in need. Kerr celebrates his birthday. Drew updates Carly. Glass is anxious. Then Tuesday, June 13th. Sunny questions Gladys. Drew makes an offer. Spencer delivers a gift. Nina is a bundle of nerves. Ava sends the opportunity. Then Wednesday, June 14th, Carly seeks Sam's help. The quarter means are left reeling. Sasha checks in on Willow. And Olivia weighs an important decision. Then June 15th, Thursday, Nina must think fast. Curtis and Trina connect. Austin causes Laura. Jordan receives a intriguing opportunity. Then June 16th, Friday, Jordan receives a surprise visitor. Ava is the worst of reason. Elizabeth offers counsel to Portia. Drew confers with Sam. And TJ opens up to Alexis. And that's it for scores uh, for the rest of two weeks. This week and next week. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy. We don't barely see Elizabeth as it is. We're barely going to see her until next week then. Yes, indeed. What is going on, General Hospital? You have... <laughs> you have Elizabeth... You have a legacy character. Why are you using her as a day player? I don't get it. I don't understand and get it myself because it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. And it makes me mad upset. Yeah, and then they made her in charge of a hospital, which is, again, that's fan fiction. Because you know I did that on my fan fiction. Um, Why would you do that, General Hospital, if you're just going to lower the actress to just recurring? That really makes no sense to me. And what also does not make sense to me is Serious General Hospital, by the way, if you've not seen it, where we have a day player with Willow today who was a nurse that Liz could have been a part of that scene. So General Hospital, great job for wasting the character of Elizabeth and her characters in General Hospital when they are very needed. Thank you very much, Jage. I can't believe this nonsense. All right. Um, I'm trying to see what else I got on General Hospital before we switch over. Um... The ratings? Yeah, what did you have on the ratings? Are they good or bad? Uh, let's go to the ratings for um, May 22nd and 26th. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was during uh, Swoops Month. so. Oh, yeah, was um, that during the the adventures at the high seas? Yes, yes. How are the ratings? So, were they good or bad? Uh, they were bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. I'm. I love you guys. I love you. I love you, Spencer. But I admit it. 
I'm a little behind on the drama because, dude, how is it with these writers again? You got a great story with this high seas, but they barely showed it at the, you know, boom, boom, boom. We get it like every other day, so it's hard to keep up with the storyline. I kind of like lost interest in it. I love Spencer, but when I hear Spencer's on, I'm like, yes, I'm watching that. But then another one's on and another boring character, I'm like, then it makes me skip a day or two and I get behind. So, like, I didn't even finish watching the whole adventure series of of this, um, what do you call it? The Ice Princess story, I guess you want to call it. It was just a little confusing this time around because you had so many things going on. And I know they use Valentine as well, so that's like everything all at once. Um, I'm grateful that they use Laura. I'm grateful they use Spencer. Trina's cool. I didn't understand why on earth did they bring Drew and Curtis into this story. It made no sense to me at all. I bet you that's why also viewers stop watching. It's because when it don't make sense, why watch it? Yeah, I mean, the only reason why I think they brought Drew and Curtis in was because Drew has history with Victor, who held him, you know, in that prison. And for, But for Curtis, though, I feel he should not have been with it. Even though, that, even though this was before the reveal that Curtis could be Trina's father, mm -hmm. I still feel that Curtis should not be a part of it. Tyler should have been a part of this story, and Robert should have been a part of the story, too, because even he was in Curtis' oh. storyline back then. I'm not a Robert fan, but I would have preferred Robert over Curtis. Yes. All right. We're taking a quick music break. Uh, Nathan's going to pick out one of his favorite country songs. And we return. We're switching over to Young and the Restless. And another announcement to make. Another favorite primetime series got renewed. There's so much to go and share right after our music break. So don't go away. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you, Nathan. No problem. 
Alright guys, here we go. Nathan and I are proud to tease and announce All-American on the CW has been renewed. Yes, congratulations goes out to All-American for getting renewed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, after what happened with um, one of the main characters who were killed off this season for All-American, um, you know, I'm glad that the show has been renewed and, you know, they will be able to be on for another season. Uh, guys, there is some bad news due to the writer's strikes. A lot of shows that are due to return are going to be put on delayed. So, it's okay to be upset. I know um, it's going to be a situation. But, if they don't get to return when scheduled, get ready guys. Because we're dealing with reality shows. We're dealing with a lot of crap TV. As it's called a filler. So, prepare yourselves. Your shows will return. They just might return a little later. Yes, indeed. Make sure you guys remember that as well, because, you know, during uh, this time with the writer's strike and potential, like I said before, the potential actor strike coming, you know, um, the shows will return down the road later on. Nathan, you watch Lois and Superman on the CW? Yes, I do. Did you hear the news that they want to bring in some Arrowverse characters? Yes, I, I heard about that news. What is your thoughts on that? I'm okay. I I filmed. I talked about this with fans on the media, which I love to interact with you guys. I'm okay with the Flash and Supergirl and anyone else that wants to pop up that are superheroes. All I ask is please keep away the supporting characters that were like day players. We don't need them, guys. That's just blinking the cast bloated. And if unless there's a reason for them to pop up, do not add them because if it's just to just put them there, don't do that because um. That show is really good. You do not need to ruin it with the stupidity of uh, characters that nobody wants to keep up with at the moment. Yeah, I feel the same way as you do, Willie. I mean, you don't want Lois and Clark to be, uh, you know, to turn into General Hospital with a bloated uh, Oh my god, no, because you'll lose people yes. real fast. You'll, you'll lose ratings. Yes, I you know. will lose ratings, yes. Do this is the only that. superhero show we have left. Yeah, I mean, the other superhero shows, The Flash, Arrows, yeah. they're all gone. So, um, right. you know, I, I would caution the show and CW to be careful with what they're doing with adding in those characters for that show. But mm -hmm. at the same time, uh, you know, I don't mind it. I'm, I'm, for, I'm all for it. But again, like we just both talked about, we don't need this show ending up like another general hospital where the cast is bloated and this and that is, you know, you know, um, crying out the show. If that's the case, then you should at least, at least remove the other shows or to stream or whatever just to continue them. But I don't mind it at all. Just don't. Yeah, don't, don't put everybody in the kitchen all. sink yeah. in the shows. We don't need all that. That's just going to make me boring. Right. And then you know how I feel, Nathan, ADD kicking in here. But my ADD only handles so much. And if you're just going to add a lot of dumb stuff that nobody really pays attention to, you're going to tune me out real fast. I mean, guys, look what happened to Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale had a lot of potential, and, you know... <laughs> Dude, I don't know what, happened, what happened to Riverdale? It went... It went... Uh, they turned it into Spring Break on Wild. Everybody having sex? Yeah, not only that, but they also turned it into Supernatural with the Supernatural powers or whatever. <laughs> I mean, what, I, I didn't understand that at all. I mean, you could have just left that alone and just keep... No, they should have just ended it, dude. I love you. KJ Appa, you're good. Yes, we love your body, but come on, guys. There was no plot to the sense of last 
this final season. I really don't see the point of it. I'm being honest, guys. I only watch for the hunks, the stories, the plots. I really don't even care anymore about that. I really love you, Riverdale, but you guys really should have ended it, like, long ago. This is just way too much. Yeah, they should have ended that a long time ago. I mean, it almost reminds me of when Vampire Diaries, you know, I, you know, was on. Was oh, my God. Hand. They and turned, they I love Vampire Diaries, but they turned it into a soap opera. They, they really did. I mean, characters regressed here and there, and <laughs> under this guy, it ended in season eight, and that was it. I mean, they had to They turned Stefan, they turned Stefan into like a Archie Betty Veronica comic version of himself. Yes, they did. They he was, like, sleeping with different women. I'm like, this isn't even Stefan. That's the no, other one. That's the other brother that's the player, not Stefan. Stefan's the cute, quiet one. Not the... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the bad boy, but don't ruin it. You ruined the show, guys. I mean, you ruined a lot of Vampire Diaries like that. Yes, indeed. I mean, they, they, that was too much what it did to Stefan at the end, especially with yeah. him... You know, killing Enzo and stuff. I yeah. mean, I'm oh my god, it was, it was ridiculous. Stuff. Um, breaking news, guys, for you Stranger Thing fans. Uh, we were told, me and Nathan, that it is indefinitely that it looks like we may not even get another season for right now because, again, due to the writer's strike, there's just a lot of things, guys. And I, again, guys, I support it, Nathan, support us, but. We just ask you guys to be kind and do this right when you are doing the strike. Uh, apparently, people are blocking certain parts of production, which is one thing to do. All we ask is quit out with the violence, guys. Yeah, we don't need any violence at all. No, because then we don't want to be a part of that. We're not a part of that like that. But again, yeah, just be safe, be careful. But um, that's the word on the street right now is it looks right now that there will not be a Stranger Things that it was told that uh, indefinitely uh, until uh, to be announced, I guess. Right, and so uh, let, let me say for you guys, just be peaceful when you're yeah. protesting out there when it comes to the, the uh, strikes going on. Just be peaceful. Don't cause any regular Stranger Things, the other shows, we'll be back very soon once the strike is all done and over with. Right, and, I mean, uh, you can uh, do uh, it, just do it right. I mean, don't don't make us look bad. Right, right. Because that's writers, those are directors, those are actors. You guys, you yes. don't realize, um, you know, you're, mock you're mocking the industry and you're making them, you're making them prove their point. So why would they give you a raise if you're not going to be professional about it? I mean, right, Nathan, if you really think about it, we're giving the real 411 here. If you're not going to be serious about it, then don't be a part of the strike. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't waste your time, too. Right, we don't need you. We don't need, we don't need the, um, the rule breakers and the haters and all of that. I get, guys, we're all upset about certain things that we want to do what we can. But there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. And all we, Nathan and I, are telling you guys is don't do it the wrong way. Because you will get arrested for those protests and... You know, guys, how I feel about stuff being arrested, but in this situation, if you're out of control, then I'm okay with you getting arrested for that. 
Yeah, same here. I mean, you, you, you're responsible for your own actions. Like, yeah. time before, we hate through those because, you know, if you do something bad, that's on you. So yeah. just be mindful, respectful of what's going on. And, you know, if you want to protest with, you know, the rise of actors, and by all means, go for it. But don't make an ass or have yourself. All right, guys, we're entering Genoa City. Nathan, are you enjoying Victoria and Nate together? I mean, i surprising myself because when I first saw them together, it was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. Are they going to turn into another Ashland? What are you going to do? Because Wynar has this tendency of ruining Victoria's lovers to be like other, you know, it's like this pattern they have. They always have to try to turn that actor or character into a, the other characters that, you know, Victoria was involved with, you know, like exes and stuff. They keep repeating themselves as, like, carbon copies. Um, and when I saw her with Nate, I see such chemistry. But you know what I find cute, Nathan, is when they're together, they act like a married couple. Yeah, I find the same, I find the same too when it comes to Victoria and Nate. I mean, they, the both of them surprised me when they started having scenes together. And I think we all knew it was going to lead to something. And when mm -hmm. they stuck together, you know, that was uh, amazing scenes that they had, especially... You know, when they had their scenes, uh, you know, in Los Angeles during when they had their business uh, meetings. So this is the first, uh, I guess you could say, pairing that I, well, not the first one, because I've, I've enjoyed Victoria's other parents, but this is, a, this, is the, uh, this is the other one I've been enjoying her with as of late. So uh, kudos a lot to Ryan and Arthur putting together. And, um, you know, I, I give them credit for you know, pulling the trigger on them. And I think that one guy that I actually enjoyed next to this one being Nate, and Billy Miller is as um, as Billy Abbott. I also enjoyed her with Travis. Do you remember Travis, the guy that was like a captain on the high sea? Yes, I do. Oh my God! Not even was cute, but he really acted, and that was a really fun, fun situation. So I liked her chemistry with him. And so unfortunately, they dropped the ball with that character, but that was really good. So I think that was fun. And didn't she have a situation with? Wasn't that Victoria with? Uh, Kane? Yeah, yeah. That was back then. A couple of, oh, it was I confusing. Couple of it threw me off. I still don't know how I really felt about it because we didn't get enough time to feel anything because it ended before it began. Yes, indeed. I felt that they should kind of at least explore. But that was when yeah. we were in Los Angeles for Crash and Sassy, you know, uh, Billy, Victoria, Billy and Kane were all there and stuff. Yeah. And Samantha, too, by the way. So, um, you know, I wish they could have explored Ken and Victoria a little bit more. Um, you guys know how I feel about this. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm okay certain pregnant stories. I don't like it too much on daytime because it kind of ruins the fluidity of stories, especially when you guys are just going to kill off the baby or you just don't have a sense of any creation, of creativity, evolving stories like that. But you know what, Nathan, I'll tell you this. I, and I watched this, I, I've watched, you know, the episodes that we've been watching, Young and the Restless, and then we watch our day ahead, and I'm really enjoying Victoria and Nate. To me, they could be the next, I'm surprised I'm saying this, they actually could be the next Victor and Nikki, if written correctly and done properly, and for her to get pregnant later in the future... I would love that. That would be so cool. Especially with tomorrow's episode, which she has with Billy Abbott. I was so bored with tomorrow's episode. What would, what do, what about, what's your thoughts? 
You know, I didn't think about that until now. And I can see that happening, you know. If right? In the future, but not now. Don't do it right away. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So just have Victoria and Nate, you know, still, you know, uh, be with each other and you know, get to know each other very more and stuff. Because I do think that they have potential to be a super couple, if done right on the end of the But yeah. I'm enjoying uh, Nate and Victoria so far. Don't Did you get a kick out of it for tomorrow when Nate's like, Victor wants me to visit him for drinks. And Victoria's like, it doesn't it doesn't bother her now. Now that she's and I'm cool with this, Victoria. I'm loving the side of you. She's like, Oh, okay, well you have fun. <laughs> she yeah, sounds like yeah, she yeah. sounds like her mom. She's just she's she sounds like Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was that was really funny. I Because you know how Nikki's with, with Victor. She knows how Victor is. She's like, okay, Victor, you're going to go after someone. All right, just be safe. Like, you know, like, just give me a kiss and you're on your way. You got to love Nikki, dude. She has gone through so much with Victor. She knows him in inside and out. I love Nikki and Victor. They are my favorite. I'm glad that the writers are finally working to where they're not trying to break them up and make them look like idiotic, stupid, like they did a few months ago. Um, Nikki, I love you. Uh, Victor. We always think about you, um, Eric Braden. We wish you all the best for your recovery. But I'm going to say this. Melody Thomas Scott, I love your hairstyle. Oh, my God. What do you think about that, Nathan? You do, you see that? She's like she's coming straight out of the salon. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought, that, I thought uh, Melody Thomas Scott was looking very, very good. The past couple episodes. I, ah, I want her to go to the Boulder Beautiful and join the Fashion Week. Yeah, that would, that would be great, yes. Let her be friends with Brooke. Remember, she knows Brooke. You know, it's there. The history is there. Nikki was jealous when Brooke made a move on Victor. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Back in 2000, yes. So let's do an homage. Let's 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 shake it up. Okay. Um, what about Kyle? I've got to say, I'm getting enjoying the reactions with people. I hate Kyle. I love Kyle. This and that. I'm a big... Uh, Michael Mailer fan. He's our um, the hunk of the month for us. And I've got to say, Nathan, I don't know if you knew this, but Michael is also an actor and a model. Yes, I, 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 I've uh, heard about that and being a model as well. I am loving that he finally put on his big boy pants and finally towed off that annoying wife of his. He let her have it, dude, and I was like, give me the popcorn. This is what I've been waiting for. Did you like that little head tilt he gave her? Like, you let my mom go to jail. You sacrificed my, your mom for my mom. <laughs> like, oh my god, dude, I'm loving this. Yeah, I mean, I gotta give it to Kyle, man. He let summer happen. And, you know, people have to understand, this is not about Diane's past. It's not about no. Diane being innocent. She was framed by Phyllis because Phyllis was so confused and so manipulated because of Jeremy Stark and his plans to put Diane away for good. And so I give Kyle a lot of kudos and props. Michael Moore did his thing. Yes. Acting so good. Uh, the actress plays Summer. Uh, you know, I gotta give you know those guys in the scenes a lot of credit, especially uh, the character of Kyle Abbott. I feel that um, him putting someone on blast was amazing, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to what happens next because you know, as we all know, um, you know, both Summer and Kyle are going to be nearly on the outs, and uh, let's just say that Kyle is going to make 
a mistake here and there or getting wrong with someone yes. uh, in the several weeks or months ahead. Yes, and I'm loving how he's like, if it wasn't for Daniel, my mom would still be in jail. Yes, dude. Yes. You finally figuring it out. You figuring it out. Daniel is your best friend that you never knew about. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, he was not wrong. I mean, Daniel <laughs> did not even have to tell Kyle and Jack and else about it because even if he didn't tell, yeah. then Kyle would not have anything to do with him as well. Dude, I was thinking so kinky on this. Wouldn't it be funny? I mean, if we got another writer eventually, because I don't think JG would do this, but I certainly would if I was writing YNR. I am seeing such hot chemistry between Kyle and Daniel. Ah, yes. What if one day they just like are misery and they just get drunk and wind up in bed? Dude, can you think yeah, of, can you imagine the fireworks that Genoa City would have? Yes, the reactions from Summer, Phyllis, uh, Lily, and so on and so forth. Yeah. That would be incredible. Alright guys, here's some spoiler appetizers me and Nathan are ready to share. As we all know, our beloved Phyllis is presumed dead, but everyone now knows she's alive. So that's a little crazy. But as we all know, Cameron is loose. And that's the guy that, unfortunately, he, um, he did rape Sharon, right? Years ago. Yes. Okay. And she also tried to protect herself, just like Nick's trying to do in current episodes. Uh, and her and Nikki had teamed up, and they thought they killed Cameron. But as we all know, he's alive. Well, the stories are going to get crazy, guys, because um, I'm hearing, and Nathan, we just heard that there's a possibility that Phyllis's redemption storyline is going to be linked to Sharon. Because with Cameron going after Sharon, I mean, this is just another spoiler. You guys will know this, but Nick's stupidity is going to land him in jail. While she's while he's away, Sharon goes missing. So we were told that there's a possibility that Phyllis could end up being Sharon's uh, hero. You get where I'm going with that, Nathan? Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm going with that, yes. Because it involves her being redeemed. For all the past that she's done. Yes, indeed. And that makes a lot of sense to uh, right. you know, Sharon, you know, run the films or whatever. Just yeah. to have, you know, two of them work together. Plus, kind of differences to, you know, take care of Cameron. And I gotta give Y&R and Josh Gruber some, some, some props and kudos and credit when it comes to the return of Cameron. I mean, he's a villain and he's doing villainous things. Not unlike Jeremy Stark and Ashton Locke. So yeah. thank you, Wynar and Josh, for remembering that Cameron Sinclair is a villain. And we need this guy. We need him to be a villain. I felt so bad for that cat that died, but you know what, dude? We needed the we needed this darkness somehow. Because you remember you remember when they invited Ian Ward to Wynar? Yes, I do. He was crazy, but to me he just wasn't dark enough. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't dark enough. I felt that the scene he had uh, during that one storyline with, um, I think it was New Enterprises or whatever, where the, where the building was on fire and stuff, and when he came in and revealed himself, took off the mask with the fire surrounding him and stuff, that was really badass of them. But yeah, Ian Ward was... Right, the and there's only one on. part that I've enjoyed next to that, what you just said. There was one moment I enjoyed. Remember when he found Phyllis? Played by Gina Tognoni, and he blackmailed her? Yes, I do. 
that was a really hot moment, like major drama that I remember from Ian Ward. That was really good. And then, of course, the part that he did with Dylan. Remember, that was interesting. To find yes, out that Dylan saying. was Nikki's son. I love that twist. That was really good. Yeah, I love that as well. It's just Ryan like that that's missing right now, I think. Right, yeah. Okay, then we've got, let's see, Kyle is going to be cheating soon with Audra. And Little Birdie's told me and Nathan there's a possibility that Kyle could get Audra pregnant. Because you guys remember, this is not a coincidence. They've been talking a lot about Noah and Audra lost their baby. That's not a coincidence that they're bringing up another baby situation. Right. And so uh, get ready for when that happens because uh, it, it will take place at some point. So get ready. And then who's the other one we have? Um, oh, guys, get ready for the Chance fans because Chance will make an announcement that will shake up Abby and Devon. Any guesses, Nathan, what you think that is? Because you know what I think of it. Um, either he's leaving Genosi or he's fine with custody of Dominic. No, it's the opposite. I think he's just going to give up his parental rights. Because technically, that's ah, not yes. it's not his son. Technically, it's not his son. You got to imagine how he feels. That's got to hurt. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happen for for uh, Chance because ever since right. he came back to you know City, he, you know the connection between him and Dominic mm -hmm. has not really been there. So it makes sense if he decides to give up his parental rights to Devon Abbey. Do you want Sharon and Nick to reunite, or do you like her with Chance, or do you prefer Chance with Summer? I mean, either way, I, I don't mind who Chance is with. Even though I will always love Sharon and Nick, I am very nervous about how uh, the reunion will take place because as we all know the last time Josh Gimmerich Karen well Nick and Sharon about to get hitched and go on and, and get married but unfortunately Nick slept with us on the uh, kitchen counter of the yes. house so um, you know I, um, I'm nervous about that but I, I'm loving this scene between Sharon and Nick you know I, I'm just worried I... that it was I am a major Chick fan, but I do not want repeats of Nick being uh, a cheater. Because if you're just going to do that, then just put it back with Adam. Right, I mean... There's no reason. I mean, don't put Sharon through that. She's already been cheated enough. I mean, God, I mean, that's just ridiculous, guys. You're pulling a boat in a beautiful page right there. Right, right, right. I mean, and at the same time, they have to write Nick at least being serious about... Being, getting back together with Sharon. Right. The history, it's just, you know, Nick has a tendency to not be faithful and not be faithful and sleep with someone else or, you know, just do something behind Sharon's back or whatever. Yeah. It's just the time of change and if they're going to do it, fine. But if not, leave it alone and don't revisit Sharon Nick again. I'm really, I really do love the chemistry with Chance and uh, Sharon. It's just sad that we don't get enough build-up for it. They always got to put someone else into the mix. They don't give them a chance. No, they don't. And they should at least take their time and see what will happen if they're going to go with yeah. Sharon and Chance in the end. You know, and see how that turns out. Because if yeah. it doesn't work out, then okay, then move on to the next. And then the other reason I don't want Nick and Sharon together is I don't want JG to be riding them like he does Sally and Nick right now. That high school crap. I do not want to see Nick and Sharon doing that. That's just going to really make me want to, like, yell on my pillow. Yeah, I don't want that as well for Sharon and Nick. I mean, we've seen 
the disaster of the Sound is pairing together. We don't need a redo when it comes to Sharon and Nick. Okay, so, um, oh, I was thinking this too. Do you know how Nate's a little player in the town? Yes. Wouldn't it be, I would have loved to see Drusilla, Olivia, teach that boy some manners. Because doesn't it make you wonder how he got this way? Because Drusilla was kind of wild back in the day. Yes, she was. So maybe Nate, young Nate, saw and Drusilla gone wild, and maybe this kind of explains his behavior towards women? That, yeah, that could be an interesting storyline to explore. Then he's got his mom that was abused by his dad. You remember that. By Nate. Yes, so do. there's a lot of really good build blocks here, but YNR is ignoring every single beat of it. Yeah, I mean the the yeah, I mean the potential is right there for yeah. YNR, but yeah. they're just not gonna go into that. And speaking of uh, you know Nate's mom, screen mother uh, Olivia, played by Tonya Lee Williams. Yes, I love I her. I think they were reading a um, a quote where she was asked she was, she was asked about returning to yeah uh, not in uh -huh. the near future, and she said that unfortunately with the work the work that she's doing now she will not be able to come back to YNR, so YNR can recast the role and bring Olivia back. Yes, bless her heart. She's working out of the country. Stuff. She's working out of the country, so she's not able to do it. Right, of course. And then our beloved Chance, you know, the one that played, um, oh, what's his name? He played, um, Buzz's son on Guiding Light, the one that died. John, played by John, uh, Driscoll? Yeah, he's in the army? Yes. That's why we can't have him on as our Chance, because he's already committed to the military, which, you know, again, guys, um, you know, thank you for your service, but... Um, and that's where we had to get so many uh, recasts for Chance. So, you know, I can understand where they're coming from for Olivia and, and the Chance situation. Um, but I'm glad you mentioned her name. I love her. I miss her. But I do respect her decision to be working out of the country. She's doing amazing work. And shout out to the actress. Yes, yeah, shout out to Tony Lee, Tony Lee Williams. And we wish the very best for her from now on out. Okay, the, before we go to the spoilers, Nathan, are you tired as I am? Why is it that Jack and Diane always have to give us a recap of everything that we've just seen? Don't you get tired of the same not dialogue? It's the writing for the, those characters. I mean, it's just so repetitive. I don't know why. I don't know why even in other soap operas they do that for certain characters here and there because it's repetitive. And we, it's, it's going to come to the don't care anymore. We're on the next already. Then the other part is, um, what did we just cover right now? Uh, Jack and Diana. Diana. Oh, yes. Are you like me? Are you getting tired of the mention that stupid wedding nobody cares about? I think it's trying to lead up to Phyllis's return to do something at the wedding. Or the engagement of Tucker and Ashley. 
Oh my god, dude, I can't get enough Tucker and Ashley. I know people get tired of it. I don't know why. It's funny how they're like, oh, I'm so tired of hearing Tucker and Ashley. But you know what, guys? I love the humor. I'm loving Trevor St. John. I always have. We needed him here. He's he's the injection that we needed to YNR, right, Nathan? That adds so much humor. Yes, he is. I mean, I don't mind Trevor St. John at all on, you know, YNR playing Tucker McCall. I mean, you know, I just, I just wish he would be doing more, you know, outside of Ashley and the Abbott family. But I yeah. don't mind you. On Nathan, did you catch the bloopers on the show? Um, when Trevor has a scene as Tucker, do you catch it where he's kind of like trying to giggle and smile on screen when he's not supposed to? Yeah, he's got the cutest. Oh my God, he's got the cutest mannerisms. You remember when Ashley was talking about Diane? And he tried not to laugh because he was like. Yeah, you hate Diane. And he was like, remember when he said that scene? It looked like he was gonna laugh. Yeah, I remember that. That was so funny. I mean, Trusty John is uh, is is really good and very funny. And I'm loving every time we get Tucker and Ashley. I'm so excited, Nathan, because this I can actually accept. I don't care if it was high score or not. But every time Ashley gets mad, Tucker knows he's gonna get lucky that night. <laughs> No surprise there. He's like, all right, Ashley, let's go. And she's like, yeah, let's go. We got to talk about this. And he's just like, oh, all right, yeah, we got to talk. Like, he, he knows he's going to get the you-know-what out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he knows. He knows. He's a very lucky guy. Oh my god, dude! I love Ashley and Tucker, and and you know this is general. This is a soap opera, so um, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't it make you jaw drop? If you find out Ashley got pregnant by Tucker. <laughs> Abby would have a heart attack. She would not like it one bit. <laughs> All right, Nathan, what do you got for us? What are spoilers for Young and the Restless? Okay, so um, so let's go to these spoilers for um, the Young and the Restless. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's go to uh, the Restless spoilers for June 5th, and then we'll go to... Uh, sure, go ahead. 12th. June 12th of next week. So yeah. I'm getting these spoilers from uh, DaytimeRoyalty.com. So shout out to them. Daytime so, Royalty? Uh, you said Daytime yeah, Royalty? Royalty.com. Yes. Okay, good. Shout out to them. Yeah. Okay, so um, tomorrow, Wednesday, June 7th, 2023, uh, Victor does damage control. Nick takes the gloves off Cameron. Chelsea collaborates with Daniel. Billy gives a toilet to third degree. Thursday, June 8th, 2023. Nick and Sharon worry about Faith. Nick is torn between Sally and Sharon. Kyle blows the whistle on Phyllis. Dan gets revenge on Ash it's running against Ashley. Then uh, Friday, June 9, 2023. Ashley and Tucker share news of their engagement. Phyllis makes a rash decision and Nick is back to a corner. And so with that, let's get into the spoilers for uh, June 12th next week. And let's see here. <clears throat> See here. Um, I only I only have the uh, um, early edition spoilers for YNR. So this early edition, uh, first one, Jack makes an important decision. Victor comes to someone's rescue. Audra sets her sights a new challenge, and Sharon faces danger. And that's it. Oh my God, that's the one we're talking about, Nathan. When Audra starts a new challenge, that's going to be Kyle. Yes, indeed. And. What day did you say that Kyle's turning Phyllis in? Because I want to watch that day. Uh, let me just go back. 
That's going to be a red letter day. We're going to have to promote that day. Yes, we're going to have to report that day. Um, that's going to take place. It's here. It's going to take place uh, the 8th of June, 2023. So this Thursday, Kyle blows a whistle on Phyllis. Oh, my God. I'm, dude, I've been waiting for this. I love you, Phyllis, but it's time for you to kind of, like, play to the music here. You really got to face up the, like Cricket said, she's tired of having to protect people that are guilty and saying they're innocent. It's it's time, Cricket. It's time to take on Phyllis. Yes, indeed. And when that happens, expect Deja Vu all over again. All right, Nathan, let's throw a little mix in here. We know Michael can't defend Phyllis because it's, it's, um, oh, what do they say that? Conflict of interest? Yeah, conflict of interest, yes. So who would you choose for her to be protected by? Well, if it's not, if it's not Amanda, because, uh, I'm sure Amanda's going to be really mad when she finds out Phyllis was alive and never told her. Yeah, good question. I mean, I would like it if Ryan R could bring back. Le maybe Leslie could defend um, Phyllis. If not Leslie, uh, that that one. Uh, oh, Brittany, Brittany, dude, bring Brittany. Yeah. I love her. She can come back every single week. I love Brittany. I've I've always enjoyed her. Yes, I, Leslie, Brittany. Mm -hmm. There's Raul. There's also John Silva, a legendary attorney of you know. Who has not been seen in a long time? Maybe he could defend Phyllis. Isn't he dead? I I didn't hear that. I didn't hear. Oh, I was that. wondering. Yeah, that'd be cool. But you know what? I was thinking, if why not? You really want to raise some sparks and ratings? Why don't you bring Liza Kobe from All My Children? Ah, good choice. I didn't even think about her. Come on, guys! It's time. It's time to compete. You can do it, Young and the Restless. It's time to compete against General Hospital. I say it, Nathan. We should promote it. Let's bring Jamie Lunar. Jamie Lunar yes. as Liza Kobe. Bring her over to, to Young the Restless. Red Rover, Red Rover. Let Jamie Lunar come over. And if not, if not Liza Kobe, I, I got someone else. Bring back Avery to defend her sister. Oh, my God. Yes. They got some blood between them. Let it be. Okay, Nathan, if we can't have the real Avery, who would you recast her as? Um, you know, I'm not sure about that. Um, okay, this is going to blow your mind. I would recast Avery as, um, oh, what was her name on One Life to Live? Gigi. Uh, Gigi. Yes, yes, yes. She has a spunk, right? Could you imagine her as Avery? Uh, yeah, she would be. She would bring a lot of energy to that character. What is the actress's name? Hey, let, let me let me just double check very quick. Yeah, I always forget her name. It's something Faith, right? I think it's Faith. Yeah, yeah, Faith. Yeah, Faith. Yes, Faith. 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 Guys, I'm really surprising myself here, but if they ever did lose Billy Abbott and we cast him again. I've got a perfect recast for you, Nathan. Hunkalicious Rex Balsam from One Life to Live as Billy Abbott. That could work, yes. I can see that. Because yes. that gives me Billy Miller vibes. Yeah, oh, yes. I forget his name. I'm not good with names tonight. But you know who I'm talking about. Rex would be perfect. 
And let, you know, I do this on fan fiction, but guys, let's add some more stuff. Why not add Kim Zimmer as um, Nikki's sister? Uh, what's her name? Casey? Yes, yes. Come on, guys, you can do it. I mean, why not? You want to go bloated? Let's go. Let's go all the way. Let's bring in some changes. Let's shake things up. And let's make this YNR the biggest season of the year. What do you think, Nathan? Who would you who would you add to the mix? Who would you add to the mix of this crazy town in Genoa City? Who do you think should return and who would you add as an addition? That's a very good question. I mean, the ones you just suggested and said just now makes a lot of sense. I would not mind seeing those type of characters back on Y and R. if they can't if, here's the thing, if they can't bring back um, uh, Victoria Rao, who plays Lucilla Winters, I would have Robin Givens play Lucilla, or that one actress who played uh, the lead character, well, not the lead character, but one of the female characters of the Steve Harvey show back in the late 90s. Yeah. She would be great as Lucilla. Okay, you have to show me that one later. That, that would be cool. That would really be interesting. So yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. All right, so we covered all the Young Loresses we need? Yes, we did. All right, we're going to take a quick music break. Nathan's going to pick one of his favorite pop songs from the 80s. And when we return, we're going to Salem. Days of Our Lives is just around the corner. Don't go away. And remember, guys, we still got so much to do. We still got to go under the sea and share our exclusive movie review of Disney's Little Mermaid. I know you guys want to hear all about it. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back. All right, Nathan, you're in control. Okay, here we go. Okay, who sings that? That sounds good. I'm loving that beat. And I never even heard this song. That would be The Temptations, Chill Like a Lady. Oh my god, I love Temptations. It's amazing. I never heard that song. That's really cool. Alright, Nathan, we're in Salem, Days of Our Lives. I don't know about you, but I would pick for a performer of the week, Robert Scott Wilson, 
as our beloved um, Alex Kyriakis. What do you say, you? Yes? No? Yeah, I, I, I'm for that. I'm for that, yes. I love how his character laid into to, um, what's her name? Maggie? Maggie, yes. For firing him? Yes. Dude, that's some passion there. I love his acting. Yeah, I, yeah. Robert Scott Wilson to me is an underrated actor and performer. I know he does not seem to get a lot of credit from other people, but oh no, he's got a major. He's got major range as an actor. I mean, you remember he was on All My Children's um, reboot, and he played uh, what was it, Cortland? Pete Cortland, yes. Dude, he has acting chops. I don't care what anybody says. And by the way, he is also an actor and a model. Yes, yeah, absolutely, you know, and I feel that, you know, Robert Scott Wilson in those scenes uh, with, uh, with Maggie played by Susan, uh, with, uh, with Susan Rogers. Yes, those are some thought, Emmy, you know, those are some Emmy scene moments right there. Yeah, I feel like you should submit those scenes for uh, the Emmys, uh, not not the, you know, not this one that was canceled, but the next one yeah. coming up, whatever that happens. I want to see him submit those scenes and, you know, see what happens because he was on fire in those scenes. Okay, you know who I would submit for the real, and you're going to laugh? The moment where Leo's flirting with, with Alex. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> that was hilarious. Now that right there to me is an Emmy real moment because it's not every day that they do this. This is like a like a confrontation and it's emotional and it's drama. This is what daytime is all about. That right there to me is stamp it. That's an Emmy reel. Yeah, that was a very good scene between both characters. Yes. I wouldn't mind it if he sent uh, that as an Emmy reel to uh, yes. you know, the uh, those in charge of the nominations. Yes. Yeah, that's true too. And Steve Burton, I've got an Emmy reel for you. Nathan, you're going to laugh. Remember when Harris kept telling everybody, I wanted to tell everybody about hope, but I didn't want to lose hope. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was funny. That was really funny. Okay, and then I got one last one, and I'm loving this. Our other Remy reel that I want to submit is for actor that's playing... Megan's son. Oh my god, I'm loving him. Peter Portrait, I think that's his name, yes. Dude, that actor can act. Yes, he can. He was on Young and Russell's as Paul, Paul, uh, yes. Paul Williams' son as Ricky Williams. And, you know, I felt that he was wasted on that show. And to see him back on Days of Our Lives on a soap opera, we had to see the best of him as an actor playing Dimitri, the son of Megan Mary. I give Days of Lives credit for bringing him on as the Mela, and uh, I thought Peter Portrait did great in those scenes. Oh my God, Nathan! If you've never seen him on a comedy, watch him. He was on Baby Daddy. Yes, don't, yeah, don't forget to check that out, guys. If you haven't. Oh my God, dude! I seriously, you you know these actors are so amazing, but guys, again, he's also an actor model. Yes, that as well. And we've seen uh, models come on to soap operas like General Hospital, yeah. Disney Lives, YNR, and they're green at first, but but when they learn the material and learn the script, uh, you know, day to day, month to month, yeah. year, they sort of get the hang of it, and you get to see them shine. And 
Robert Scott Wilson, Peter uh, Porte, you know, Steve Burton too. Mm-hmm. They were models and now they're actors. So uh, kudos and shout out to them for holding down the fort. Okay, Daisy's about to get crazy, guys, because here's our, me and Nathan's spoiler appetizers for you. A depressed and lonely Sean, was it Sean Brady, right? He's supposed Sean to get, Brady, yeah. he's supposed to be getting, like, drunk behind the wheel. And this is, oh this God. is going to lead, I'm told somewhere that Sloan is supposed to be involved. Now, Nathan, this goes back to our spoilers that we shared recently on our magazine, uh, where... Sloan and Sean are supposed to be connecting to each other. There's a possibility of an affair. We don't have that confirmation yet. But knowing days, because it's summer, I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked as well if um, if Sean and Sloan, you know, just get together because, yeah. you know, he's going to snap at Belle. He's going to turn his back on her. And, you know, Sean is going through right now after he shot his own father. So it would not shock me if Sean and Sloan sit together and, you know, Eric and Bell are pissed. And I do feel that when it comes to Sean and Bell, there's a lot of unresolved feelings after Sean slept with uh, uh, Bell 2.0, a.k.a. this guy is Jan Spears. Yeah. So that is going to, I think, play in as well to what happens next. I'm calling it and I'm predicting I believe that if this happens, Sean will get Sloan pregnant. Because, hey, it's Sean. Yeah, I mean, it's Sean Douglas Brady. and um, They got to keep that legacy. (laughs) You're going to laugh, Nathan. They got to keep that legacy seed going. Yes, they do. Even if it's got to be crazy, they got to do it. Belle, I love you, sweetie, but it's time to let Sean go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why can't she have EJ or somebody? I mean, oh my God, I love Bell. Yeah. But they why did why did they do this, Nathan? Why did they try to make Bell try to become like Sammy? Why did they do that? They ruined the characters that way. I don't understand that as well. I mean, if you can't, if you have nothing to, if you have nothing to write. Right for Bell or whatever, yeah. just try the character out. I mean, yeah. I love Bell, but to make her Sammy like makes no sense at all. I mean, yeah. it only makes sense if the character of Sammy Brady is on Days of Our Lives, not have Bell be Sammy Brady like. All right, me and Nathan are so excited. We just found out that this is another spoiler appetizer for you guys, and I am so excited that Johnny is going to pick Chanel over. I don't know what finally does this, but Trip is going to be all windy, except it's Trip. Can he really handle a woman? I think, seriously, dude, we've talked about this. Turn Trip gay. Leo's right there. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. My God, you know, it's right there, guys. The writing is right there. You guys just don't go there. Yeah, they, they just don't go there for, for opportunities. That's right. How long there, does Leo right have now. to go without some? That's not. That's just criminal. Right, I agree with you. It makes no sense at all. All right, Nathan, what is your thoughts? Because you know it was coming. Did your jaw drop when you found out who's baby daddy to Nicole's baby? It did not shock me at all. <laughs> because Nothing is ever as it seems. Yeah, I mean, I, when it was announced that EJ was the father of yeah, the baby, yeah. I I wasn't shocked at all. I, I, I laughed and then I smirked because I think we all know the real truth. 
Eric is the father of that child. Oh my god, dude. Daisy Yes. You get it. You get it, Daisy. You finally did it. You're getting the beat. I don't care who wrote it. I'm going to commend the writer who did this. When I saw what Sloane did, and she's like, I'm sorry, Eric, but it just can't have the baby be yours. She literally put her that swab in her mouth. Yes, Sloane. Yes. Thank you. You added drama to the mix. I knew beyond a doubt that Eric was going to be Nicole's baby daddy. It's just there. It's just like Kristen and Eric, uh, Brady. The, yes. the, the romance is so hot and steamy, you can't deny it. That's the way Eric and Nicole are. So it makes sense why they want it to be EJ because later in the line, knowing days the way they do, they can always switch it back and say, oh, it's not EJ who's the daddy, it's really Eric. This is something that could probably involve Sammy Brady, who we all know is being returning soon. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. I don't know how long this story arc is going to take of EJ's finding out that he's not the baby daddy, but for right now, we just have to fall for it and say, yeah, EJ's a baby daddy. But again, Nathan, what was your thoughts on this twist? Yeah, I, I did not mind this twist at all. I knew it was coming. The yeah. minute, minute uh, Sloane, you know, swabbed Eric's cheek uh, when they, uh, when Eric was sleeping and uh, Sloane was, uh, you know, had the swab in her hand and stuff. So I give this a lot of kudos. I th and I think it was very expensive for this to happen because mm -hmm. we know down the road when it's going to be revealed that Eric is the father of Nicole's baby and... I'm here for it. I mean, I know EJ is going to be devastated when the time comes, but mm -hmm. I think it's uh, better for him if he was not the child's father because, as we all know, uh, there will be complications between him, Nicole, and EJ, and Sloan coming up. So, kudos because all today's going to for doing this, and I'm all for it. It's a perfect setup, you think about it, Nathan, because technically in the Salem universe, for some odd reason... They want EJ and Sammy to be star-crossed lovers. It's like they're ignoring that it's really Sammy and Lucas that are lovers, but they want it to be EJ. Okay, that's fine. So this makes sense to me because as soon as we find out the truth, which we already suspect, when that finally comes out, my guess is Sammy will probably expose Nicole. If that does happen, then that actually sets EJ free to be with Sammy again, which of course is very obvious to all of us. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big, I'm no, not a big fan. No, there's no growth in that. I love you, Sammy, but we don't need to get Sammy and EJ back together again. I don't see it. I don't yes. see the chemistry. I see her with Lucas' chemistry better. But, again, why is it so hard for them to find Sammy someone new instead of keeping her with EJ? That's kind of tying her down. It is tying the character of Sammy down. I mean, I see more chemistry, like you said, with yeah. Lucas than right. EJ. If this right. was um, the other actor who played EJ, then okay, I can see yeah. EJ Sammy getting back together again. But this time around, no, nothing against you. Actor who plays EJ and Dan Ferelgi, if that from I'm saying his name right or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, there's no chemistry between him and Allison Sweeney's Sammy Brady. So sorry. Guys, if you really want to do something with Sammy and you want to shake things up, um, you know, LGBTQ guys, it's Pride Month. Let Sammy turn out lesbian. Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that if it makes sense. I mean, what if she secretly has a fascination for Nicole? That would explain so much. Right, absolutely. 
All right, Nathan, you got the ball. Um, what is our spoilers, exclusive daytime spoilers for days? All right, let's go through the rest of this week and heading to next week, the 12 to 16 for uh, June. So tomorrow on the Israel Lives, uh-huh. Wednesday, June 7, 2023, uh, Whitley tries to make Abe feel right at home. Julia bolsters Carlina, who's missing Abe. Chanel is first learned Talia is on bail. Talia is horrified when Carlin confronts her. Rafe and Jaya get into it about Abe. Trip makes his intentions known to Wendy. Mm-hmm. Thursday, June 8, 2023. Chanel panics when she learns Paulina is missing. Paulina confronts Colin, who claims to know where Abe is. Whitley keeps Abe cut off from the outside world. Jada and Sloan discuss the, their prospective sibling legal woes. Johnny explains to Wendy why he stood her up. Friday, June 9, 2023, a confused Abe refuses to open the door to Rafe. Willie startled when she finds her new patient is Paulina. Woman informs Kate he's going to help Steve and John search for Abe. Kate offers her as a job. Megan interview with Gwen. Also, Gwen and Leo discuss their fair relationship and wishes. And then let's go to um, the 12th mm-hmm. of June. Yeah. To the 16th, so mm-hmm. let me get those spoilers. Okay, and let's see here. And these are so far from So Far Digest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad marks the anniversary, which is the winning anniversary of Abby's death. Bonnie blabs to Justin. Megan reaches out to Lee. May, uh, Maggie has an offer for Alexander. Then, um, Miles, see here, Tuesday, June 13, 2023. Nicole shares news with Eric about her baby. 2023. EJ confronts Megan over after overhearing her jelly plans. Thursday, June 15, 2023. Megan meets with Lee, discuss her plot. And Friday, June 16th, Belle catches Sean spiraling. Sloan encourages Eric to have a baby with her. And Harris prepares to abduct Megan. And by the way, before we uh, move forward, um, the character of Nurse Ridley, we played by Lily Singer and in Living Color uh, actor, the actress, uh, Kim Cole. So there you go. Did you say Bo? No, no, Kim Cole, the actress who's playing Ridley. Okay, no, no, that I started that one, but when you were mentioning the spoilers, did you mention Bo in the mix? Oh, uh, no, I did not. Okay, I thought you did. Okay. Okay, I love her. I love living single, and congratulations to her being part of Days. Days, you always seem to cast the right character, actor for the characters. Just please keep up with the um, the script writing, and don't make it sloppy, guys. You, you're on a roll. Don't screw it up. All right, me and Nathan are here to announce that there will be quite a few exits in July. Characters of Megan, Kristen, Demira, oh, Dimitri, Harris, and Gwen are all exiting in July. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Can your your jaws drop on that one, Nathan? Yeah, especially when, uh, especially when I find out that the character of Harris was leaving Salem this July. So. Yeah, they didn't have much to do with him. You could tell they really didn't know what to do with that guy. Yeah, if it was a waste of it, Yeah, for the whole on. story, yeah. you know how I felt about that, guys, and I'll admit it again. I do not care for Hope's and Hope and Bo's reunion. 
To me, that was a flop. I preferred it with Harris. It was more chemistry to me. It was more real. Um, Bo's in a coma. Boo-hoo. I do not care. Let him stay there. Don't bring him back no more. Um, I'm really sad that we're losing Megan. I love her. She's so wicked, and we needed her. Um, Kristen, I'm going to miss you. Dimitri, your treat. Come back. Gwen, I love you, but that card is full. They didn't know what to do. Remember, this is what we talked about, Nathan. When you have these characters, if you don't have a way to write for them, you put them in a corner, it makes sense that they're going to have to leave. Because look at what they did to Gwen. They ruined her. Yeah, I mean, the character of Gwen should have exited days a long time ago when she first even came on. Because I could not stand the character. Even later on when they made her Jack's daughter and had her, you know... You know, connected to the Devereaux family. It was just... Well, Gwen slept through almost men in Salem half the time um, who was left but gay Leo. Yeah, I know. That doesn't give her much. That doesn't give her much in nothing. I mean, they even hooked her up with Alex. Yeah, they did. You know, they lost their potential there, but nope. Okay, what is your thoughts about Sarah being pregnant? You know how I feel about this. You know, I saw this coming, uh, you know, when it comes to Sarah and Xander. Yeah. I don't feel it's needed to have Sarah pregnant. Oh, my God. Not another baby storyline. Didn't we just go through that? Yeah, I mean, come on, days. Come on, soap operas. You got to do better when it comes to playing storylines, not overusing them over and over again. Yeah. It's just madness to me. And I don't mind Sarah coming back to the show, but at the same time, Make your pregnant days, really? Do you have to do that? It's no sense at all. Not only that, Kyle Lauder is back as Rex, so we don't know what's going to happen next. So I, I only watch for Kyle. I only watch for Kyle as Rex. Otherwise, I would not care about Sarah. Right, and that's understandable. I mean, mm-hmm. I like Kyle Lauder as Rex, too. Yeah. He was, he was better. Isn't he a doctor? Yeah, he's a doctor, yes. Right? It's funny that we can't even see him as a doctor because he's so busy around Sarah. That's really sad, guys. That really, to me, that's just lazy writing. Yeah, the writing has to, yeah, it has to be better. I mean, you have Kayla, Tripp, uh, you know, whoever. But, and Sarah, too, because she's worked at um, Salem University Hospital. Right. But you got to showcase more doctors on uh, days, two days. So pick up, pick up the pace with that. I'm not surprised about Harris leaving. Um, Kristen, we're used to her leaving, going and going. Um, Megan was a surprise because I really was liking the wickedness behind it. Especially the way she deals with Gabby. That was interesting. I liked the the love-hate angle. The way she... Remember, um, Nathan, what she told... She told Kristen about that... She said that Ben and... What is no Stefan and Gabby were? She said they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I do remember that. She reminds me of Tracy, right? Doesn't she remind you of Tracy from GH? Yeah, so yeah, she yeah, she does. Oh my God, dude, we seriously needed more Megan, and yet again, Daisy, you you dropped the ball. You lost it again. Um, Megan has potential. Dimitri has potential, but I get it. I get it. You gotta make room because we got Jen Lily coming back as Eve. What's her, the What's her name? Um, Teresa. Teresa. She's supposed to be due back. Yeah, you told me about that, yes. So, it's making sense. Days has to be due their revolving door. Alright, guys. 
for the boat and the beautiful, we're not going to go too much into detail, but, um, I'm sure you're jumping for joy, Nathan, when I can tell you this. The good news, guys, is Taylor and Brooke finally broke up. Yes, indeed. They're packed. Their friendship, their BFFs, what relationship, whatever relationship they had, is finally over and done with. And I will say this. <laughs> that when this whole thing happened, when oh they were packed with Brooke and when Brooke and Taylor, excuse me, were having their packed over being done with a ridge, I laughed my ass off. I thought it was a huge joke. Because we all know at the end of the day, Brooke and Rich are going to always be together. And for Taylor, I just wish they could have at least found her a love interest. And no, I'm not talking about Deacon. I'm talking about someone else, more, someone more than what they have on the cast for the character of Taylor. This whole thing between Taylor and yeah. Brooke was a farce. And guys, I love Deacon. I love yeah. Deacon, but it's time for Deacon to go. You guys don't know. You don't know what to do with him. You don't know what to do with him. This guy went from a bad boy, womanizer, sexholic, and he's a hunk, yes. But you guys can't write for him. Why do you have him stuck at a restaurant or a bartending bar, and that's it? Oh, and of course, let's not forget his obsession with Sheila. That too. Wow, guys. That's the best that you can do for a top Emmy-winning actor like Sean Kanan. I am so disappointed in you, Bowden the Beautiful. It can make me spit. Yeah, same here. I mean, I, I love Sean Kanan, but yeah. what are they doing with the character right now? They're just wasting him. Just like they're wasting uh, Kimberlyn Brown, who we still know is still on the show. Oh, yeah. Sheila. She's, Why she's, is she not Sheila is, once again, guys, we already mentioned this, I think, in the spoiler, but we'll repeat it one more time. Sheila will be escaping yet again, and there is going to be kidnapping yet again. What is it with this show, Nathan? Why are they obsessed with babies being kidnapped? Oh my god, and then they're practice again, high school. This show has been the most show that I've seen that is obsessed with women getting pregnant. How many times is Steffi gonna get pregnant? I don't understand it. They don't even have to write the real life pregnancy in, if you ask me. They don't have to do it all. Oh god. Taylor Krista Allen is so gorgeous. Why are you ruining Taylor? Taylor needs love interest of her own and needs better writing. If She's a strong character. She's not a Brooke Logan, guys. Quit turning yes. her into a Brooke Logan. You know, they're doing this again, Nathan. They're turning this show into a Riverdale, Archie, Betty, Veronica scenario with Ridge, Brooke, and Taylor. I thought we were done with this nonsense. I thought we were done with it, too. And with this pack being done over between Taylor and Brooke, I'm actually looking forward to... The freedom. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the freedom of it. Let Taylor be free, you know. Yes. That's so good. All right, guys. We're going to be right back. Nathan, hopefully you can find us some type of a little... Maybe a soundbite or maybe uh, some type of clip with the song on it as we get ready to go to... Our exclusive movie review of Little Mermaid. So don't go away, guys. We're going to be right back. Okay, so I've got right here, Showdown My, The Isley Brothers. So here we go.
Awesome. Thank you, Nathan. All right, guys, we are back. Part two of William Nathan's Extreme Podcast, and this is our red carpet VIP season 10. Spring finale. All right, Nathan, we're here. We're finally here. It is our exclusive movie review of The Little Mermaid. Now, Nathan, we talked about this. I get tired so many times when certain movies get remade like carbon copies of themselves. Right. This movie was actually acceptable, guys. I actually enjoyed it. There are some... Goods and bads I like to um, add on here. Haley Bailey, you did so wonderful, sweetie, as Ariel. You 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 knocked it out of the park. Our beloved Melissa McCarthy, Ursula, dude, I love you, Melissa. You did great as Ursula. I'm sorry, Jonah Howard King, um, or Jonah Howard. As cute as you are, I did not buy you as. Eric, I felt bored. Shout out to Jacob Trimbley. You were adorable as Flounder. Aquafina as Scuttle. Oh my God, I am enjoying this so much. As much as I enjoyed it, guys. Um, oh, there was, what's the other one? Um, oh, Sebastian. David Diggs, shout out to that. I'm sorry. But I just did not buy King Triton, uh, the actor that played him. I just did not. So my rate is going to be four popcorns for this movie and a C minus. Nathan, you're next. All right. So like, like you said, I'm not really a big fan of, you know, Movies that we've already seen before. Yeah. Back then, right, when it meant when it meant when it meant so much more. Yeah. Uh, than what it is now, but you know this movie was acceptable. Uh, Little Mermaid 2023 film. Um, you know this is based on the 1837 fairy tale of the same title by Hans Christian Andersen, um, as well. And um, you know um, I gotta say I feel that like you said the actress who plays Ariel did a Phenomenal job. Uh, she did the best that she could. Um, yeah, with know, the story so. as it was, it was like, oh, get it over with already. I mean, nothing wrong. Again, it's not the actresses or, or Melissa, but it was a movie. I just wanted the movie to go on and end already. Well, absolutely. I felt that it, it really, um, the, you know, the pacing of this movie could have been so much better. Yeah, it's, with it's the pacing or something. Yeah. It was just the story itself. So, uh, well, like you know, Eric, uh, let's let's talk about Eric. How crazy was that when he's getting like hypnotized, just like you know from the cartoon, and he's getting ready to get married? Dude, there was no, there's no reaction from Eric. I didn't feel it. The actor, the director, should have done better with this actor. He should have showed more emotion or something. That's just to me. I was so disappointed. Yes, me too. I feel that the casting for this character should have been much better. Was this a type 
was this like an early typecast, um, Nathan? Because I feel they could have done so much better casting the right Eric. This one just feels like they just picked someone off the street and went with it. What do you feel? Yeah, I feel the same way too. Some of the actors and actresses of this film could have been much better casted. Um, when we, like, for example, like the actor who played on that movie or... Um, yeah, Triton. Don't get me started on Triton because I was like, I don't even care about the character. I don't care that he's getting tortured. I don't care he's going to like, whatever. Just let's go on to the next beat. I don't care if Varios got to sing again. That's how bad it was. It's like, just enough. I've had enough Trident, and I had enough Eric. It was just, it, it was just a flat. Yes, it was. I mean, they could have so much better with those yeah. casts. And so, yeah. you know, but as far as the movie goes as a whole, it was very good, very decent. Mm -hmm. uh, again, shout out to Haley Bailey, who plays Ariel. She did a phenomenal job on that. And when it comes to the movie as a whole, um, you know, like I said before, it could have been much better. Yeah. But um, it was it was decent. So I'll give this movie The Little Mermaid like, like you did. Four popcorns out of five. And what would you grade it as? I'll grade it as a C, C minus. Okay. All right, Nathan. If you're like me and you have been needing to get insurance, I've got some good news for you. I got onto Humana Insurance, and they're really good because they also give you all kinds of uh, perks for being a member. So let me give you this little update. This is going to be interesting here. Uh, let me see. I just had it. Okay, guys. What they Doctor, which I will be honest, copay is like only ten dollars. I'm loving this. Okay, then you get a fifty dollar card that you can use towards food, rent, your lights, in certain areas of the store. They only shop you can use is Walgreens, Dollar General, CVS, and Walmart. You also get a free gym membership with the Silver Sneakers program. That will be the Gold's Gym and Planet Fitness. And also you get a $45 limit to use for over-the-counter personal supplies, cleaning supplies. So, Nathan, what do you think about all this goodness on an insurance company? Well, um, there's a lot of credit for what they're offering because there's a lot of potential there. Mm -hmm. uh, when you pretty much list out what they have, what they have to offer. So, credits and crews out to them. Yeah, and you guys can call them at 877-256-256. 1640. Alright guys, so before we close the show out, me and Nathan love to do giveaways. So we have two giveaways. One will be a um, Crimson Lights uh, mug for the Young and the Restless fans. And the other will be a Days of Our Lives t-shirt. So Nathan, pick four numbers that fans can use to register for either price by emailing us at popcornloversforever at gmail.com. Nathan's going to pick four numbers for each contest. And you guys have until next Friday to pick your, your um, send your submissions. And then we will announce the winner on our season premiere, our 11th season premiere for the summer coming very soon. 
All right, Nathan. Go ahead. Pick four magic numbers for the two uh, prizes that are up for grabs. All right. The four magic numbers for our prizes we have coming up. Here they come, guys. Here we go. Five. One. Six. One. Again, that's five. One. Six. One. Okay, that's going to be for the Crimson Lights. Here, Crimson Lights mug for the way YNR fans. And then, Nathan, what is your last four for the Days of Our Lives t shirt giveaway? Okay, these are the last four numbers. Here we go. And it is. It is 6118. All right, and that will be for the Days t-shirt all right nathan so before i let you go anybody is there um mentionings that you want to give to local area restaurants in where you live now's a chance yes i have one one shout out to give before um one shout out to give before uh we end our show yeah right here tonight and it goes out to lnl hawaiian barbecue at um, Day City in the uh, Mission Shopping District as well. Make sure you guys get there if you guys love LNL White Barbecue Feud. Uh, I've I've uh, been there since I think 2020, and um, you know the uh, food they have there is amazing. I recommend you guys check it out. Also, the Ohana Hawaiian Barbecue as well at the Westlake Center in Day City too, and Hawaii King Barbecue. Center as well. Okay. Do you have the addresses and the phone numbers for for all three locations? Yes, I do. So. Um, okay. Good. Let's break them down. So for the LNL Hawaii Barbecue, uh, it's located at six eight three Mission Street in Daly City. Um, their phone number is six five zero seven five six seven one eight eight. Also. For Ohana Hawaiian Barbecue, um, Barbecue is at the Westlake Shopping Center, three four four Westlake Center, Day City, California nine four zero one five. Their phone number is six five zero seven three one six zero five eight. And last one of these guys, Hawaiian King Barbecue, and this one is located. This one right here is located at the Ceremonti Center in Day City, California, 94015. Um, and see here. Um, I do not see the phone number, but if you guys okay. want to go to Ceremonti Center, that's where Hawaiian King Barbecue is. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Nathan. So, guys, check out those places. Call those numbers. And remember, let them know. That Willie and Nathan from Willie and Nathan's Extreme Podcast sent you there. All right, everybody. I had so much fun. Nathan's always a joy being with you here. And um, we want to thank all of our listeners, all of our guests. And we will be returning this now? June. Between maybe June 26th to June 28th, maybe. So keep an eye out for that for our summer season 11 
premiere. And that will be kicked off with Nathan kicking off the microphone. And you won't believe the surprises he's got to share with you in the exclusive movie review that he's going to share. And he's also going to be doing his review of Cruel Summer Season 2 that is now available on Hulu and also Freeform. Nathan, any closing statements? Um... Uh, but before we end the show, I just want to give some birthday shout-outs. Uh, yeah. First off, happy 98th birthday to the legendary Bill Hayes, who plays Doug. Oh, yes. Arrives. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, uh, Bill. Uh, 98 years, incredible years you've had. And it's such a pleasure and honor to have you on, on days and in daytime as a whole mm-hmm. TV. And also, birthday shout-out to the legendary... Keith David, and as you guys don't know who Keith David is, he is a legendary actor who has voiced over and has played many uh, iconic roles over the years and voiced over some of the iconic ones such as Spawn, such as, uh, you know, ones from Saints Rose and so on and so forth. He turns, he turns 67 yesterday uh, on Monday. So, happy birthday to both Bill Hayes and Yes, and then one last closing remark. Nathan, as you know, um, Marcus, was it Marcus Colombo, right? That's the one that was Nicholas? Yes. Him and Ken Triner have created this very quirky, uh, I guess you can call it a Instagram digital series, and it's okay to laugh. It's called Two Dicks. <laughs> I know. Keep watching, guys. It's really good. Nathan, did you see some of them? Yes, I did see some of them. Did yes. you see the one I sent you with Michelle Stafford? Yes, I thought that was very good. Okay, the reason I'm bringing it up is because, guys, it's finally happened. We finally got to see Marcus versus Tyler Christopher. Oh, my God. I was, I'm, I'm in heaven right now. It was a cloud nine for me. Did you see that? Did you watch that little segment yet, um, Nathan, of them? No, I did not, but I do plan on checking it out. All right. Thank you so much again, guys. I'm wishing you, Nathan's wishing you, the best for the summer. Stay safe out there. Please, if you are at a party, do not drink and drive because, you know, that is someone that can get hurt. And, you know, those are consequences. And people, it's time to stop being irresponsible and let a friend drive you home. Call Uber. And again, have a fun, safe summer. And we'll be back with you. Nathan's going to come back with you guys. Uh, either way, sometime between um, the June 26th, 27th, or 28th. He'll pick the magic day. And when he does, we'll post it on our media. All right, everybody. Nathan, where do we find you on in- uh, Twitter and Instagram? You guys can find me on Twitter at MoneyMac101. Again, it's at MoneyMac101. Uh, Sam McCall is the last uh, Morgan slash Nathan Banks. That's my Twitter. And if you guys want to, um, you know, check me out on, uh, you know, on Instagram, make sure you guys uh, also follow me there as well. Uh, Nathan Banks, uh, see here, Nathan Banks on uh, Instagram. And if you guys want to both hit me up on either one of those, that's fine as well. I'm mostly on Twitter. So if you guys want to send out a DM uh, to me and uh, you're in contact in touch with me about anything, um, that's fine by me. We can shove anything you want. But again, like Willie said, and I echo what you just said, Willie, uh, no more, you know, 
be responsible out there. If you're going to go to a party, uh, you know, don't drive drunk and just be, you know, just be safe out there this summer. You know, we have a lot of things still going on and, uh, you know, just take care of yourself, enjoy the summer and make sure you spend it with your loved ones as well. And Nathan is also a fanfic writer. Nathan, where can we find you on Wattpad? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Wattpad. Let me just get it up here. And uh, let's get up here. You guys can find me on uh, Wattpad where I have, uh, you know, my fanfic stories I'm still working on, I'm still getting uh, into as we speak. And uh, <clears throat> see here. Let's get the wet pad going. And here. And if you guys want to reach out for me on uh, on wet pad, uh, just go to uh, Nathan Banks. Uh, see here. Okay, go to. Uh, Nathan Banks at Nathan Banks 757. Awesome. Fantastic. Good. All right, everybody. You can find me at Willie View. Willie View PW at, um, in, at Twitter. And then also on my Instagram, it's Willie's View uh, Podcast. Nathan, you mentioned a while back on the podcast that you were thinking of trying to change your handle. Did you change it? Did you update it? No, not yet, but I will. Okay, please let us know so we can add that not only on our media, but on our magazine as well so that the fans can still follow you without losing your connection. Absolutely, will do. All right, man. You have a great night, and I'm also wishing you a summer. Enjoy your virtual vacation and a real vacation. Yeah, same here to you as well, Willie. Thank you guys for joining us on Willie Nathan's Extreme Podcast, and we'll be back very, very soon. So take care, and uh, have a great summer, everybody. All right, Nathan. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Enjoy your evening.
just didn't start I was singing to you, you were singing to me I was so alive, never been more free Fired up my Don't think for 